When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today we got the one and only Taurus. How you doing, bro? My brother, what's going on? Chilling, man. Shletty. You getting Indeed. big high in here, huh? <laughs> no, for sure. So for the record, I met you one year ago at Wireless Festival right before I did the Young Thug interview. Mm-hmm. We just happened to tap in. Yeah. So uh, you are Gunna's DJ. Uh-huh. We're going to get into all that, how you got to where you're at in life and everything. But it's nice to have you on the show. Nah, hell yeah. And I was just like, I seen, when I seen you at this, I'm like, I got to fuck with Adam. Like, I appreciate he that. He for the culture for real. Like, I got to fuck with Adam. Like, he won them once. Mm, I appreciate it. That was a crazy ass day for me. Like, getting the thug interview just by like being nah, in the sure. right place, right time. Like, nah, for sure. crazy. Nah, I knew you were going to get that one though because he <laughs> fucked with you too. So he's like, why not? Like, that's crazy. Where, where was it? We were in England. England, yeah. London. Something. I don't even remember, bro. Yeah, on tour, huh? You just fucking end up five million different <laughs> just places. Just turning up. No just clue. turning up, man. <laughs> <laughs> How many times you been around the world so far? Um, we did, we did like two tours. It was like a, um, the Dribble Drown two tour. We did like a U.S. tour. Then we did an overseas tour. That was like probably fifteen, mm-hmm. like fifteen shows. And then we did another one. That was probably like ten. We show, we sold out O two. Like two nights in a row, that shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. It must be crazy for you because I'm assuming that you had not been out of the country and then all of a sudden you're out of the country and you're in every country. Yeah, I had just graduated from college. Really? So it was like, yeah, I had just graduated from college. So it was like, damn, like, I've, I, I'm doing something. Like, after college, you know, that shit just be like, now you got to find out what the fuck you finna do because that shit really a scam for real. Right. Like, I, I'm not saying, like, don't go to college, but it's like, when you go to college, you got to, like, apply some shit what you what else you gonna do like uh-huh. you know what i'm saying like, okay so you, you're from atlanta no i'm from memphis memphis yeah okay i um, moved to atlanta just um for college in my freshman year like, oh, 2014. Right. so what was your upbringing like in uh memphis i, I played basketball a lot of my life first so i really was just like just a cool kid at school playing basketball with the girls and shit uh-huh. like cool were, shit. were you into like music and fashion and nah, shit? I, re- I, I was always into fashion and dressing but i never like i didn't grow up like djing or making beats like i picked this shit up like in college like probably like the end of my sophomore year in college that's when i started djing like okay i threw like a party and shit like but i didn't know like you really had to have like a dj board to like dj so i threw a party just on a laptop like Folks fucked me on campus, so I just threw a party up there, and then that shit was turned, and then it was gone from there. Like, I got to start DJing now. So your whole life was pretty much just focused on sports and shit when you were in high school, and then everything changed once you went to Atlanta? Yeah, like, I um I fucked around and worked out with, um I went to Clark Atlanta. I worked out with the team, like, that um that summer, and then he was like, yeah, you, you fuck around, you can walk on, you just got to try out. Uh-huh. So I tried out, and I ain't make this shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, fuck. 
Like, what the fuck I'm finna do now? Was that a bummer? Because you, did you think basketball was going to be your whole life at that point? Yeah, like, you know, niggas be telling you, like, mm. it's going to be one out of a million y'all going to make. I'm like, man, I'm going to be one out of a million that's going to make it. Right. Not knowing this shit really hard. Like, I'm at a D2, like, I'm I'm just, I was in the in the mood where I was like, if I'm, if I don't want the biggest thing, if I don't want to go to the NBA, ain't no point in me playing basketball. Right. Me. Yeah. So, like. What college you go to in Atlanta? Clark Atlanta University. Okay. It's on HBCU. Uh-huh. And so, was it like. Because that, that's funny. You don't make the basketball team, but then also you're in, like, one of the littest parts of the fucking country in terms of nah, fashion, really. entertainment, all kinds of crazy yeah, ass so parties it, and shit. It was a blessing and a curse because I wasn't even going to go to Clark because I'm like, I don't know nobody here. I ain't had no family in Atlanta. So I'm like, damn, what the hell? Like, I don't even want to go to Clark. Like, and then, like, my um, one of my partners was supposed to go to Clark with me, and uh-huh. he dropped out and didn't go with me, like, the last week we were supposed to go. He like, I ain't going. Right. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why am I finna go to, all the way to Atlanta by myself, and I don't know nobody? Right. And my mom, like, you need to go. You need to, like, see some new shit. Like, uh-huh. so I was like, man. Did you not know what you were in for? Because Atlanta's a pretty amazing city. I mean, city. I knew it was going to be lit. Like, I had been to Atlanta probably, like, twice. But okay. I didn't. It, it's different staying there and then just going for, like, a weekend. Like, this uh-huh. shit, totally, a totally different vibe. Right, definitely. Okay, so you, you get there. You just end up hosting a party randomly. And then that just happens to go well. And you're like, man, fuck it. This is my whole thing now. Nah, you know, <laughs> you know what was crazy. Like, I was DJing. And it was a girl from Philly in there. And she was drunk. So it was like, um... She was like, play some Meek Mill, play some Meek Mill. And I, fuck, I you know what I'm saying? I played mm-hmm. some Meek and shit. And then she like, play this, play this, play this. And then it's like, she just started getting annoyed. Like I could tell she was drunk. So I cut the music off. I'm like, hey, security, somebody come get this bitch from, from um, DJ Booth. Like, and I play, um, I'm from Memphis, so I played at 3 Six Mafia. When I say weak ass, you say bitch. <laughs> weak ass bitch. And the whole, the whole club went crazy. The whole club, weak ass bitch. So I'm like, ooh, I love this. Just this reaction I'm getting off people. So I'm right. like, I gotta do this shit. Like, I gotta go buy me a board. I gotta like, just start. And I start trying to do parties and shit. Uh huh. And so, you have any success with that before anything um, else happened? Not really, cause I started late, the end of my sophomore year. So it was like, they already had niggas that was locked in. Like, they already had their DJs and shit. Like, I just wanted to pop in DJ on campus. Like, I get a couple gigs from here and there, but. I really just want like the number one DJ, like, oh, Tars, like, we're going to fuck with Tars and I like, right. I, I want that, like, in college. I ain't gonna lie. So, how'd you go about starting to build up your name? Um, I, went, I just went outside of college. Like, I started trying to DJ in more of the Atlanta clubs mm. instead of just this crowd. Like, I'm like, man, I need to try to, like, get out because they ain't fucking with me. So, I gotta try to find another way to, like, see what I can do. Mm. So, I started um, DJing at this club called The Venue. Um, I DJed there like twice and they were like, oh, we need you to close. Like, I fuck with your shit. Like, we need you to close. So I started closing at that shit. And that was just like my first little club. Like, I just was like, I had a name in there. Like, mm-hmm. it was on the south side. Like, that shit was fire, though. So that was how you started kind of building your shit up? Yeah, I just just built up my name and shit. Just like, oh, he, oh you DJing at the venue tonight? Oh, we finna come fuck with you. Like, because it's like we getting old. It's like niggas not really on the college move. Like, mm. the college move cool, but it's like we in Atlanta. Like, it's so much other shit going on. Like, so I just started building my name up from there. Yeah, because Atlanta's a crazy place where there's, like, so many rappers and different studios and shit there, but you got to have an entry point. Like, you can't just yeah. be in the studio with Thug and shit. Like, how did you start really meeting people and mingling around rappers and shit? Um, I really never, uh, I never really was on there, like, trying to meet people, like, my one of my best friends was on uh, his name Uno. 
that's my brother like um he um Rocco's son so that oh, was okay. probably the the closest shit that you know what I'm saying the closest thing where I seen the other side but I never was really on some like hey my name is like I do this like that shit was just never me like mm -hmm. um like just I just feel like niggas don't fuck with you like that like if a nigga don't fuck with you, nigga don't fuck with you. You don't gotta be like, hey, I do this, do this. Like that worked for some people, but right. that just wasn't my thing. Like I never, I never liked that shit. Okay, so how'd you start making connections to get more established, though? Um, when I was DJing at the club um, venue, I, this about drip season one or drip season two, okay. and um, I would just play that shit in the club because that was the hardest shit uh -huh. to me at that time, and I didn't even, I didn't even know gun or nothing at that time, so I would just play that shit and tag him on Instagram. And um, he would just like hit me back like fire, fire, like or whatever. And then about the fourth time, he like, all right. He DM me like, do you DJ for anybody? So I'm like, nah, I don't DJ for nobody. I never DJ did a show or nothing like that. So he like, do you DJ for anybody? I'm like, nah. But he was, he was in LA at the time. So he was like, um, I'ma hit you when I get back to the city. We gonna link, pull up to the yo. So it had been like two weeks. And I hit him again. I'm like, yo, what up? Like, where you at? He like, damn, I, I mean, I'm still in LA, bro. I ain't even came back yet. Like, uh -huh. so I just kept playing this shit in the club. And um, we linked like one time I put him to the studio on some shit and just smoking, cooling the shit, you know, regular shit, like uh -huh. nothing too major. Then about a week later, he went on tour. Um, it was Nudie and um, Playboy Cardi tour. I've and, seen that flyer when yeah. I was like deep, deep in your Twitter last night. I'm like, man, that's a crazy ass tour right <laughs> nah, there. That, that went on that tour, but he already had a DJ previous, like, I guess the, the manager that he had before, I already linked him with a DJ. She wanted to link him with like somebody that was more experienced and like he was an older nigga, but he really didn't match Gunner for mm -hmm. real. Like, you know what I'm saying? These young, these young folks in crowd, they trying to turn up. They're not like, he was, he was a lit DJ, but so fuck around. Um, damn, what happened? This nigga missed the show or something. Like, he couldn't come to the show. He called me on some shit. Like, I need you to come do this show. Uh -huh. So I came and did the show, and then he was like, damn, this nigga turned. But then a nigga came back the next show, and then I fuck around. We just sold merch. I just sold merch for him and shit. Uh -huh. So that was, like, my first just entry into, like, just seeing certain shit. But then Gunner sort of realized, like, oh, if I have this dude... DJing for him and he's gonna bring more energy to the shows than the person he was working with before? I mean, it was that and it was kind of somewhat the loyalty. Like he like I didn't care about like um I didn't really care about like now I gotta sell merch this day. Mm. Like I didn't really care about that. Like, right. I fuck with him off off rip, so I'm like shit, I sell merch for you, bro, like whatever you need type shit. That's so. a big part of like being able to fit into the establishment of any like what a rapper has going or whatever. Yeah, is for to sure. be able to just show that you're a team player and you're down to do whatever. Yeah, you can't have too much pride in this mm -hmm. shit. Like you can't be like, I don't want to carry a bag. I am the <clears throat> DJ. Uh like this shit lame. Like mm -hmm. this show if this your brother and you rocking with him, like whatever a nigga need, you need to goddamn you need to do it for him. Like Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit just it, some people can't do this shit. Some people had too much pride and be like, man, I can't, I ain't doing, I ain't holding the bag or have a certain type of energy toward a nigga. Like, man, hell nah. But that's crazy because, like, around Drip Season 1 and 2 was when Gunna had, like, a strong underground buzz. Mm -hmm. But then Drip Season 3, everything changed a shitload. That's when I really, like, started. I remember the green album cover. Yeah, that shit just All of a sudden, we're listening out, right? to that all the time. And I was like, oh, I got to go back and figure out what his older shit was about. But 
you were just starting to be around when that situation took place? Yeah, I was just starting to be around. Like, I was still in college, too. So mm. it was like this probably like the end of my senior year in college. Right. So it was like, damn, like, this shit finna be over. What the fuck I'm finna do? And uh -huh. I'm still just in the club DJing. I'm not really like, I'm making money, but it's some nights I'm not even getting paid. Like, right. But I'm not even tripping because I'm like, I want motherfuckers to know I just rock this motherfucker. I don't even care if I'm getting paid. Like, So it was like, that was my first time really just being around him. Uh -huh. like, just being around. Like, And then after that shit, we just locked in after that. He was just like, man, pull up, fuck with me. We just start fucking with each other, pulling up to the studio, just just kicking in and shit. I mean, it must have been crazy, though, because you're up close and personal seeing his career go from, like, popping underground artists to, like, huge, like, in a very short period of time. No, nah, no cap. We were doing fucking lounges and bars and shit. Right. Like, but that shit would be lit. That shit be packed out. Like, I used to love them shows because they going to be packed the fuck out. Mm. They going to be screaming word for it. These folks really fuck with us. Like, that shit... This shit just crazy, like just the the journey, just like from bars and lounges to fucking festivals and shit, like this right. shit crazy. What was it like? Cause being in the studio with Gunna and shit, I'm sure pretty quickly you started to like. When did he start to be around Thug? Like, was he always around Thug? Like, even early in your time DJ? Yeah, he shit? was already. They oh, were okay. already locked in. This is probably around twenty. But when I started just coming around, it's probably like twenty. I want to say 2017. Uh -huh. That's when I, that's when I just start just coming around like 2017, uh -huh. like burnt around that time. Yeah. And so did that blow your mind being around somebody like Thug and shit? And just yeah, yeah, cause it's like it won like it blew my mind like like damn, bro, I want to take a picture with you. Mm. But it's like nigga, you in the room with these folks, you shouldn't even act like that with these people. Like, right. but I I grew up listening to like I used to go like. When I'm in Memphis listening to thug, niggas be like, bro, what the fuck? Like, some niggas fuck with, they be like, bro, what the fuck you listen to? Like, mm. bro, this man's a fucking genius. You fucking tripping. This right. man's a fucking genius. Yeah, like, I mean, there's certain rappers that I feel like you just got to be able to give somebody a pass on taking a picture with. Like, Thug knows that nah, he's sure. one of the most important rappers of our generation, but and I everybody I, he runs into is going to be a fucking huge but fan. But I'm just you know? coming around him, so right. I, I, I'm not knowing his vibe. Mm. I'm not knowing a nigga vibe, so I'm not just gonna approach no nigga on no shit like that. That's just that's just lame to me. Definitely, like, yeah. That's just lame. Yeah, because like, you want to like you want them to think of you as a homie more so than like a clout chaser. And a lot of times when you're around somebody for the first time and they are all trying to be awkward and get a photo too early and shit, and you're kind of like, damn, like that kind of makes me think about this person in a different yeah, light. It's not. It's not know? even about that. It's right. not about you taking a picture. Like that's not what you're here for. Take a picture with me, bro. Mm. Like what the fuck you doing? Definitely. You tripping. Right. <laughs> so how was, uh, did, were you making beats in the beginning or did that just come mm -hmm. along? Because I didn't realize you were making beats and then I started listening to Wanna and I'm like, oh, this shit, this dude Taurus <laughs> is actually all over this shit producing nah, it. I really didn't. I just started making beats a year ago. Really? Like 20, like probably February 2019. That's when I just started just really making beats. For uh, real. Did like, you know anything about it or did you have anybody to help you or you just started going uh, in? I mean... Being from DJing to going to producing, it I ain't gonna say it was easy, but it was kind of like I kind of understood some shit. And right. you know what I'm saying? I watch Wheezy and Turbo and Keys, like, cause mm. then my brothers, them niggas really made me want to make beats. Cause I'm like, damn, this shit fire. Like, nigga just sitting there, like, when Wheezy make a beat, that shit like a movie uh. every time. He make a beat like that should be crazy. It's actually crazy to see how far Wizzy's come even in the last couple of years. Nah, he the fucking wave for real. Yeah, tripping. He's the wave. Fact. But so when you started making beats, were you thinking that you would 
be so successful with it because like you know that's a that's a short period of time to all of a sudden have a bunch of beats on one of the top albums of the year no nah, no nah, i i really i still to this day like i think i'm okay at making beats i'm not just gonna sound the best producer nigga because niggas gotta be humble with this shit like it's still niggas out here like timberland scott storch mm. wheezy fucking turbo keys like dy like it's a lot of niggas that still out here for me to even be like i'm the hottest like i, I just never been like that like i'm just blessed and like grateful to be where i'm at right now mm. like like that shit that shit just i feel like they take away from your blessings when you think a certain way and you act a certain way like that shit take away from your blessings right but there's certain like like the beat for skybox you just play that around him and just hope that he nah, sees the vision of it that that you had i mean previously before we did skybox we probably had like five or six songs mm. but all of them were good like we had some we made some came out before we made skybox okay and that shit just skybox is a movie a feature film. it's just like a broadway well, play that shit we made that shit in jamaica you know you seen the documentary right yeah, yeah. like the doc, like we was in jamaica just making shit so it was some it was something that made me just get up that day like i got up like seven or eight o'clock that morning just got up early as fuck and when I get up, when that, whenever I touch my computer, whatever the last beat I just did, I go play it again just to reset my ears to see what the fuck it sound like. So right. I had just finished up Skybox. So he fuck around. Came, came, he just wake up out of nowhere just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, nigga just, like, geeked out. Like, it's <laughs> 8 in the morning, bro, but we got the fucking sun coming up. We got the fucking, the doors are open. Like, so it's like, this was just the vibe in the room. Like, uh -huh. And we he just recorded that shit. He went and rapped on it right away. Right away. Wow. He recorded this shit right away. Like flow, get up. Like our engineer flow, get up. Like come on, right. Record this shit. And we we recorded. We like, hold on. You might get some. <laughs> you might get some. Cause we had did four or five songs already, but that was cool. Right. Like that that were fire. That were fire songs for me to just not be making beats. But I still in my soul didn't feel like. I really don't got a song like that can be on the album or you know what I'm saying? Right. So we just keep listening to that motherfucker. We like, ooh, hold on. About the third, fourth day, we still listening to the motherfucker. Like, ooh, right. shit. This this one the motherfucker right here. Then goddamn, that just brought the whole wanna thing together. It's like that just created the whole vibe that we were trying to bring to the table with the one album. Right. So that shit just like, oh my God, like. Nigga, this one, them one, this just one of them different ones. And that's when I feel like, ooh, I might have me some. I feel like that's definitely like one of the most important songs on the album vibe-wise. Cause there's like a there's an attitude about that project yeah. in, in particular with the beats and everything that just I don't know, it's just a feel to it. And yeah. that, that song kind of helps define that. Yeah, to that's me. why we dropped it as a single first, mm. just to go ahead and set the vibe for, okay, this is this is what, you know what I'm saying? This is what y'all gonna get. For this album right, right. Addie's is one of the other ones oh, that really fuck. hits on that for me for <laughs> that sure shit, it's just, just so high energy I really feel like I took an Addie to nah, the no face God, when that's that song one one. just Addie Addie yeah, yeah Addie <laughs> 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 no nah, for sure shout out to everybody taking Adderall man you know what I'm saying <laughs> all the kids at Harvard and shit I fuck with y'all was that a thing for you in, in college nah I really wasn't taking Adderall like that mm. I, nah, I, really, I smoke weed like a motherfucker but right. nah I ain't gonna that's not really your thing no, nah, I fuck with Adderall sometimes, like when I just want to focus in and make a beat, but that just wasn't one of my things. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? For me, I'm already like hella high energy, and I feel like 
every yeah. time I take an Adderall in my life, I felt like my head was gonna fly off because it just got me like way too hyped up. Yeah, nah, if it it, it makes you feel like you want to run, but you can't run. You sitting down, you want to run. Right. You just keep you focused. Those just a focus. Definitely. That that beats just a hell of fast paced and just like high energy. Mm-hmm. Goes a long way. You start smoking more weed from being on the road with all these guys, or you always been on that? Nah, I always been a heavy weed smoker. Right. Really in college, because when I was in high school, I really want like I hit the blunt when I don't be seeing the weed, but. I really want rolling up. When I stop hooping and start really rolling weed, I'm like, oh shit, I'm gone. Right. I'm gone. Like, man, I was smoking like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Is it ever a balance on tour though? Because it's like you got to be responsible. You got to be the DJ. You got to be on stage, yeah, et cetera. But like, are you ever like getting too fucked up and then you can't really do your job? Has that ever been an issue? Nah, hell nah. It was probably the one show that was like that. Y'all can go look this shit up. It was the fucking Rolling Loud Miami. Oh my God, bro. I was fucked up. Too faded? Bro. Cause that was one of them ones that niggas was waiting on. Like niggas mm. was waiting on that run like Miami. So I was bro, I was fucked up, bro. Right. You can go look this shit up like I was loud as fucking everything. Like nigga, you can see look at it on YouTube, like niggas in the comments taking me out. Like right. shut the fuck up. Like you loud as fuck. Like also <laughs> shit, this shit was funny here. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. No, cause I mean being like a great tour DJ is like a certain skill in itself because yeah, it's like sure. you can DJ a party, that's one thing. You can make a beat, that's one thing. Sure. But to go on tour and be able to be the guy who gets everybody hyped the fuck up, like obviously the artist does a big part of it, but the the, the, the DJ can totally get the audience ready. You can keep them going when the artist needs to slow down and yeah. take a breather for a second. I mean, it's a big job. Yeah, no, nah, that shit an art. Hmm. That shit is a real art. Like you should, like when I first got, got into DJing, like when we were doing shows, like, my energy was always a high energy, like going crazy. But when I started just doing, I'm like, bro, this shit really an art. Like mm-hmm. I really got it's certain spots I don't need to say shit. Like mm-hmm. it's certain, you know what I'm saying? Like niggas gotta just be real with yourself and look in the mirror and like be like, damn. Like sometimes I record the show just to hear like, ooh, I don't need to say that at that part. Like I need to shut the fuck up at that part. Like, See, that's really smart, yeah. Cause when I'm watching the DJ, I pay attention to that and it's like, there's, it's easy for a DJ to do too much, yeah. And it's also easy for a DJ to just not be there enough, not be high energy enough. Yeah. And the, the artist who could really work with the the or the DJ who could really work with the artist and like yeah. fill the the gaps that he needs in terms of his stage presence and stuff yeah. is like such a valuable thing. Yeah, now nah, really when we went on tour with on um, Trav, when we was on the Astro World tour, mm-hmm. that's what really made me get my shit together. Right. Just watching them niggas every night, just like damn, like and just hearing myself in the fucking. Um, where we, like arenas and shit, like that shit just made me really be like, damn, I'm really loud as a motherfucker. I really need to shut the fuck up. It's some, it's some, you know what I'm saying? Like they had so much technology and shit back there. I used to like tell them niggas like, hey, mm. can y'all record the show for me and put on the flash drive so I can listen to it, so right. I could see at certain points like, hey, shut the fuck up. Because like, you're not seeing what you look like from yeah, the audience I'm just, perspective. I'm yeah, I'm just, I'm high. I'm just going out there, energy, just mm. energy. I'm not going out there, and we don't, we never really re- rehearse shows like. Cause that shit kind of takes away from it, like, cause every crowd not gonna be the same crowd. Some crowd are gonna be more turned than other crowds. Right. So we really don't rehearse for shows and shit. Like we just go out there with how we feeling. Have you energy. ever? Have you ever just not really felt like you know? Cause it's it's gotta take a lot out you to go out there for an hour and be high energy. You ever like not have the energy and it's kind of hard for you to like get into that mentality? Nah, never. I'm turned mm. at all times. You never had a cold or nothing. Nah, hell nah. That's good. I mean, it's sometimes I done had a headache or some shit, but when I'm out there for them hours, it's like, don't mm. nothing else matter. When I'm out there for that hour, 45 minutes, whatever long we got, I'm locked in. Like, whatever the fuck that happened earlier or whatever I feel like, that shit don't even matter right now. How often does a set list change? 
Because um, he's always putting out new music. Is like the set list changed like abruptly shit. here and there? Or is we it like certain songs become hot so it starts to sort of... Shit, we haven't recorded, I mean, um, performed in so long. So right, yeah, there's that too. That shit. Now, that motherfucker... Probably be completely different than the last show you oh, played. Yeah. We did two virtual shows. like Right, the YouTube one that mm -hmm. was awkwardly right in the middle of the protests and shit. That shit was fire. Right. That shit was fire. We had to do that, man. Still just for George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, man, for real, man. Mm. Like, that shit really just, we, we had to do that just for, just like, you know what I'm saying? Just to let everybody know that we with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, music heals all wounds. Right. You know what I'm saying? Music heals a lot of shit. Like, when you're going through shit, you you don't want to talk to nobody, but you're going to listen to some music. Like, that was just what that was for. Like, just right. for real. Yeah, that was an interesting one. He ended up giving all the money from it to, to, yeah, the, yeah. to the charity and shit, yeah, too, yeah. which is pretty for dope. Sure. We're doing that. Much love to everybody. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, is that weird that you haven't been able to tour in, like, a long-ass time? I can't wait That to. was your whole life for a while. Bro, nothing else, like. That shit, but um, not like with the quarantine shit going on, I think that shit was kind of like, that shit made us goddamn like, if we if never were for quarantine, we would never made 200 for lunch. Mm. We would never made Dirty Diana. Mm. Like the whole layout just of the album just completely changed when the corona shit came. So that shit just, it, I ain't gonna say it helped, but it kind of just changed our mindset for what the what, what we're gonna do. Because normally a rapper's whole life is like two different jobs: record yeah. and then tour. And oh. it's like if you can't tour, then realistically, putting all that effort into recording, it should be able to be a big benefit. Really, bro, I can't wait to fucking perform again, bro. This shit gonna go crazy. Right. They gotta open this shit up though. Like they gotta open the fucking mosh pits and shit as soon as we get there. Like. Open this shit up right now, bro. Is it crazy to go from playing the small bars and lounges to like even a year ago? I'm sure you've done bigger shows since then, but a year ago in London, I mean, people as far as you can see. It's like, it feels like infinite people. Bro, them folks be going crazy overseas. You already know how they be. They be on some like, hey. Because they ain't taking it for granted at they, all. Nah, for sure. Them folks going up. Them mm. folks going to jump down. They know the song they going to jump. They know they might not see going for another year. So man, they're, they're here. I, a nigga say everybody <laughs> jump up and say, fuck you. They going to do it. Right. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with them. Facts. <laughs> no you ever try rapping? Nah, hell nah. Not for you? Nah, hell nah. That ain't me. Mm. I like. I just like making beats, bro. That shit, that shit really like therapy for me. Like. Whatever I'm thinking in my head, that shit, I put this shit on the beat. Like, right. I fuck with this shit, that shit. I really love this shit. That's what's up. Nah, no cap. Do you ever, uh, are there certain songs that you really enjoy playing? Like your favorite songs out of the set, having heard them all thousands of times? Um, fucking, I still love that pedestrian. Mm. That shit just like, it's the second song, so it's like a second song. Like, I still love this shit. Like, right. I love fucking pedestrian. And hot, oh my God. <laughs> you know, hot still. Hot still does it? That shit forever. That shit is 20 years. Right. Like, I know on, I know it was a single, but dollars on my head is like, that's That's what I'm saying. We ain't even got to perform there yet. Oh, oh my that's God. That's crazy, bro. actually. Oh my goodness. We ain't, I ain't even performed Skybox. I performed, we performed Skybox one time. Right. Like, and then after we performed that, they shut everything down. Like, nobody come right. nowhere. Nothing. Like, Man, I'm sure Gunna's not one of them, but there's probably a lot of rappers out there going broke because they can't tour right now. No, nah, for sure. You got to have your shit together, man. Mm, and that's one thing we got. We got our shit together. <laughs> so Feel like me? The business side of everything is all like very organized in nah, terms of... No, for shiggity. Yeah. 
Come on, for man. Shiggity. He just hit me <laughs> with the for shiggity. <laughs> no kizzy. <laughs> no kizzy's a good one, too. Nah, no good. I'm going to use no kizzy right now to bring this up. All right. There was a viral tweet, basically. A tweet with a video of Gunna. It's like, Gunna says, if you don't take your girl shopping, somebody else will. Is he speaking facts? Some dude, who I have no idea who this guy is, but he quote tweeted and wrote, never seen him with a girl, though, and he has purses. Can't use this information. And, and Gunna's response was, that's Cap. I probably had one of your vibes. No kizzy. I just keep it offline. No kizzy. <laughs> you need to tell him to beat it. Whoever said that on the tweet, man, beat it. Michael Jackson, man, beat it. Beat I had it. to read it a couple of times. I wasn't familiar with no kizzy when I first saw this. Man, tear it down. You worry about the wrong thing, man. Mm. This corona shit outside, man. You worry about some hole, man. Right. You worry about the wrong shit. And the truth is, is that if you really got a lot of girls, yeah, you, you might not be putting them on the internet. We're not even talking about that. What the hell are we talking We're not even talking about that. You're not a player if you're doing that. Mm. Clean you down. Because the more girls you put on social media, the more it's going to cause issues with the other girls you're yeah, trying to talk to. Yeah, he needs to relax. Hmm. No, nah, them folks probably bumping that one shit in the car or something. And them right. folks like, damn. I'm finna say something that nigga got down on the tweet, man. And that hurts, because when he says I probably had one of your girls, <laughs> I mean, pretty good chance. No, nah, no kizzy. Because <laughs> that's Warner. Right. It's two dicks, Gunner, and it's Warner. It's two different niggas now. So who's who's Warner? And do you remember where the Warner concept came from and everything? I mean, Gunner is a Gemini. So Geminis are two different people. You oh, okay. know what I'm saying? These two different people. Right. Don't play with them. Uh-huh. No kids. <laughs> hey, is it hard to keep up with the, the drip? Because he's like mega famous for having an insane amount of clothes, having a new outfit every five he fucking put seconds. He shit on, man. <laughs> he has shit in the closet. He be like, nah, bro, I'm, I'm with it. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you not, this shit been sitting in the closet a two years, man. You, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> so nah, it, that's drip God. But though. from your perspective, though, is it like you got to always be coming with a fire-ass fit? or is it- I mean, for sure, you got to keep up. Mm. <laughs> if a nigga can't put that shit on, need to get out of the premises. Mm. No cap. You got, <laughs> know what I'm saying? You got to put this shit on your own way. You can't come like, right. how he going to come? Know what I'm saying? Because he got, know what I'm saying? His, his whole fit going to be goddamn... A dub, right? You know what I'm saying? 20K. I heard. I heard that he'll have like a crazy ass outfit, rock it for a couple hours or a day or whatever, and then just leave it in the hotel. Is that true? <laughs> Who told you that? I don't know. I forget. But somebody <laughs> told me that, and I'm like, damn, like the mystique of the drip god nah, continues. I don't know. Put on shit. Put, I don't put this shit on one time. Take it off. Right. He could just spend a whole bunch of money on it. I'm putting this shit on one time. Man. I'm putting. I got a whole another fit. But yeah. is he saving it? Is he like archiving it, sending nah, it home or some shit? Nah, he got archive for sure. He'll save it? No, nah, for sure. Like certain pieces, he's saving them shits. Okay. Like for sure. Certain I, pieces. I, I have certain rappers tell me that, like, yeah, you know, I just I send it back home and they put it all on archive or they sell it or they, like somebody's in charge of selling it after nah, the fact. Nah, hell no, nah, he ain't no. selling that shit. He's pure re- collection? No, nah, for sure. He really loved mm. clothes. He really like, he not just, he really loved putting clothes on. He really loved fashion. He really into that shit. Mm. So he really, like certain pieces, he really. Hey, put this in the closet. I ain't wearing this shit no more. Like, mm. Put this in the closet. Are you ever just around and you just end up getting hooked up with tons of free fucking clothing sure. from? Yeah, I see the rappers who end up like they get so much shit that everybody in their crew just yeah. ends up getting whatever they don't like. For sure, they gotta show love to the crew. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Slap business. You dig? <laughs> <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? I'm gonna put that shit on too though. I fuck. I be fucking with them niggas though. Mm. I, be, I fuck with them. We all fuck with them niggas. Like, right. 
them niggas that be giving up free shit, we gonna put that shit on because mm. that shit be hard. Right. And the fact that you just really came and just did all this just to give niggas some free clothes, like, I fuck with you just off the fact you just did all that, bro. Like, I'm finna wear this shit. You probably and got tag. a lot of people hitting you up direct too, trying to get you. Yeah, I tell them send too, that right? shit. Yeah. Send it. I'ma tag them. That's its no own cow. little hustle right there. <laughs> nah, for sure. They know. They know. They know. I fuck with them though. I fuck with the clothes. Facts. Um, I was looking through your Twitter. I found this tweet. Your priority's not right if you're thinking about pussy and not money. Hundred percent. Talk to me about it. It's good to to think about pussy. Like, right. I love pussy. But you can't let it overtake. No, the for sure. If your shit ain't together, mm. like you need to be focusing on goddamn getting you some fucking money right now. You know what I'm saying? Don't you don't need don't be thinking about sex. You mm. heard gun one. That was one talking, not gun one. That was one. That mm. was one that said that. <laughs> Don't be thinking about no pussy. Hey, if that shit ain't together, man, don't be thinking about no pussy, man. That shit ain't shit ain't healthy. Right. Okay. No, that's real. Sometimes you see a dude who like they 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 ain't accomplished anything and they ain't got nothing going on in their life and they only thinking about some pussy and it's like you really might want to focus on no, for sure. making something out of yourself. No, for sure, because it's a lot of pussy out here. Mm. It's a lot of it. I'm sure you've seen way too much of it. <laughs> oh man. All the girls that must be coming around. No, V knees. You just stay that's, you just stay away from it. Huh? You stay away from it. We're gonna just keep that shit just close. <laughs> we're gonna, you know what I'm saying? We talk about that. That's cool. No, low I respect key. it, man. No, for sure. You gotta keep it low key. No, for sure. I'm a player. I wish I learned that at some point. I always been way too high key with my. No, shit. for sure. You be going up. That's way you too though. high key with my vibes. I fuck you with it, slime. I'm the slap world. No, no cap. I fuck with it. <laughs> no kids. Facts. Um. All right. So, like, in terms of what you've been working on since uh the the lockdown has been going on, like, how how have you been? You know, continuing to find your creative groove. Man, I just been cooking up, man. Me and um, that shit crazy. Yak just mentioned you in the song. Really? Yeah, no cap. What? Nah, we gonna put, we gonna put this shit out. Oh, it's I called in the cool. this Shut shit. Yak. Yak's a good guy, right? No, there. Slack got him, my yeah, brother. Shout you did. Slack did. You did. That's now crazy. he said, um, what he say? He said, I just did an interview with Adam Twenty Two. You get flat like an inner two. Nah, <laughs> I gotta play you that shit. Nah, Holy no shit. cap. That's an honor right there. Damn. Nah, Slack got him. That is fire. Nah, no cap. Oh, shit. Um, Okay, but so you've been working with like a bunch of the different artists in the whole Wild Soul universe. You've been working with Yak. You've been working with who else? Um, Me and Yak got a lot of shit. Um, Of course, me and Juan. Me and Slime got like two songs. That shit, that shit just, I I be having to get my shit together for Slime. I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like when I go in there with Slime, like I done went in there with Slime like probably like three or four times. And I done played beats and he didn't fuck with them. Mm. But the beats were hard, but. It was like it's not the vibe. I'm not. I'm not on that vibe right now, Slime. Like, mm. know what I'm saying? Like, and and I don't never take this shit as a like, damn, he for my be like, like that just shit just made me want to go. I need to go cook up some fire shit then. Know right. what I'm saying? Like, I had to get my shit together. Like, when you play beats for Slime, you gotta have your shit together. You gotta have at least 50 beats ready, and uh, certain folders that you the what vibe you want. Got some slow shit, fast shit. Me, you know what I'm saying? Like. I just had to get my shit together for him. You, I was I was tripping. You ever been in the position where you have a, a rapper listening to your beats and they just keep skipping through them, and then you kind of realize like, oh fuck, damn. Yeah, hundred percent. Like stopped yeah. on one of them. Damn, yeah, like right. fuck. Ah, damn, man, I thought this was the one. I've seen producers in that position and sort of felt that pain. Yeah, hundred percent. But that shit, you gotta take that pain. Like mm. pain, sometimes pain. Like you gotta use this shit as happiness. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to feel better about yourself now that you got a fucking beat off because you remember that time when they were like, man, this shit ain't nothing. Right. Like, and also, it's like he's had production from all the greatest 100%. producers out right now and shit. So it's like, you know. He's to- the GOAT. So you can't even come to him playing. Right. Don't even come to Slime playing like that. Mm. Like, 
I had looked myself in the mirror like, bro, you, yo stupid ass tripping. You need to get your fucking computer together and your photos and shit. You need to get a new computer, all that shit together for him. Because right. he's the fucking go. He's a genius. Right. Much love to Slime. No cap. I respect it, man. Love him for life. So is tour, when you're on tour, does it ever get kind of slow and boring? Or are you just like entertained the, the whole time? What's it like? I mean, I fuck with tour. That shit be lit. Different city every night. Like, this shit lit. And this shit like, give a nigga just a different vibe. You can make different beats now. Different mm. type of beats. Different type of vibe. Like, that shit. I fuck with that. I love tour. Is there anywhere on tour that really stood out to you as a place that you would want to go back, or is they all kind of blur together at a certain point? This is a blur. Because <laughs> you don't see that much, right? Like, you see the, the venue and then the hotel. Yeah, we working. It mm. ain't even all, like, I don't even give a fuck about playing that much. Like, like we going to get some vibes, head on out to the, to the yo, vibe mm. it out, make some music, make some magic, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga ain't even give a fuck about all that going out and shit, unless they paying. Mm. To, for a nigga to be there uh, Like a nigga Fuck with some niggas though Like if we fuck with you Fuck with you We gonna pull up on you mm-hmm. Like some niggas That have an at the party We pulling up on your at the party And fuck with you Cause we just fuck with you mm-hmm. Like no care Yeah that is one thing About Thug and Gunner and shit Is that you kind of just see them Like out doing things That they fuck with Like they're not just like Sheltered away Like my boy yeah. Desto Dub Like he got the van Downtown for and sure. shit We fuck with and Desto I seen the video Of Thug and Dub Just pulling Or uh, Thug and Gunner Pulling up And just like Fucking with, with Dub and shit And I'm yeah. like man They are famous as fuck And having mad jewelry To just be out here In public not Yeah cause it be fuck. real though mm. We really fuck with these folk mm. Like these folk Pulling up on us Even when the camera's Not around And niggas not Take pictures or nothing mm. Like Desto We fuck with Desto mm. Much love to him too No cap Shout out my boy Dub no, that's an awful lot of it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask this question. Do you partake in the whippets? Uh, skip that question. <laughs> Why, it's too hot? No, just skip that question. Oh, okay. I respect it. Um, anything else uh, that we need to talk about? Anything that stands out in terms of... Uh, oh, shit, I do have other... <laughs> <laughs> so shit. <laughs> um, okay, so what else are you working on? Anything else that we uh, need to know about in terms of shit that's going on in the career of Young Taurus? Um, you know, just just look forward to me hearing me on on more people's songs and shit. Just more Wanna and Taurus, Gun and Taurus, like just working, bro. Just mm. trying to stay afloat. You know what I'm saying? Just getting high, cooler. Does it ever feel kind of overwhelming just because you kind of went from really not having all these crazy ass experiences to having seen so much in the course of just a couple of years? I mean, I really haven't even took a step back and looked like mm. this shit's still a dream to me in in a sense anyway. Like, it's crazy. Like, I don't, that shit crazy. I, I can't even, I don't even know how to explain this shit. I don't even feel, I like, I feel blessed. Like, that's all I can say. I just feel blessed, man. Has the corona thing sort of felt like it allowed you the, the space to maybe, like, be able to look at your life a little bit more and be like, damn, yeah, it's been sure. a crazy make, couple it, of years. Yeah, it make you cherish mm. this life more. Like, damn, nigga can't go outside, nigga can't tour. Like, damn, I really miss how we used to live. Like, mm. nigga just ain't trying to make this shit the normal, man. Nigga just trying to make sure this shit go away and <laughs> we can go back to living and touring and vibing out, getting high. Right. Feel me? You ever think about it? Cause like, you know, for instance, uh, Scheme Masses DJ is uh, DJ Scheme. Yeah, Scheme. I fought with Scheme. That's my boy. I right, fought with Scheme. Scheme's doing a lot. You know, he's like he's put out records like as him, yeah. like with artists featured on it. But it's his song and yeah. stuff. Is that the kind of thing you ever thought about in terms of um, building your overall personal brand? I just really started, bro. So I'm not really even trying to put like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That much 
you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm cool with what I'm doing right now, bro. I'm blessed. Like, I don't really feel like sometimes like this shit take away from the art of it sometimes because mm. some people might not take it as serious sometimes you just got that shit gotta be dropped in the right time right mm -hmm. shit you know what i'm saying like some some people just i'm just cool with just being you know what i'm saying like i do shows and shit too so right i'm cool with just how shit is right now honestly like i'm just going to flow with this shit just trying to see what's gonna happen you got next. a lot of time to be dj Khaled, you know <laughs> 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 do you uh you feel like you're starting to get that level of appreciation though we have like the fan pages and everything like really fucking with you and wanting to know more about you because i feel like you're gonna figure out how many people wanted to know more about you yeah. once this interview comes y out yeah no nah, i fuck with that though like i really i i i love this shit like I'm, I'm humble at the same time though like i don't let this shit get to my head and be like Oh shit, I'm that nigga. Like, mm. nah, like I fuck with it. Like, I show love. Like, I reply to even some niggas that ain't even nobody just slept. Like, love for sure. Like, mm -hmm. cause I just, you know what I'm saying? I just know how, how it, it feels to just be where they at. Like, nothing going on. You just like, damn, these niggas got damn. These niggas got damn artistic as a motherfucker. These niggas geniuses. What the fuck? Like, right. I just, I, I just show love to everybody and just stay blessed and, and just be humble with this shit for sure because this shit can go any day that's real okay for sure Taurus. you gotta roll up some of this blooming bro yeah i mean oh. this metro blooming weed is just making me smell this shit smell crazy i'm out here smoking mid up, bro. bro i smoke mid every day i got we got paper fronto with the spliff you know what i'm saying you got fronto with you yeah for sure uh, it, it's some cool shit though that's the best kind of fucking spliffs is the fronto no ones cow. that's the way to smoke that's where it go <laughs> i got i got some cool shit though okay i ain't got the the new york joint you know what i'm saying i ain't got the clear bag motherfucker but you know what i'm saying this so, shit, oh you got this shit yeah right, this shit to get us through when you go to new york though that's like a main priority is you got to go see the, the, the old no jamaican cow. guys with the fronto slime when i go mm. to new york in dc i get 40 Goddamn mm. clear bags of this shit. Like, hey, I need this shit, man. I need it. Right, you you got to be in charge of rolling up, though, because I cannot roll no, with the I'm fronto. A, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with no, that I'm shit. No, I'm going to roll you on, Sean. It's complicated. I'm going to roll you on. I had 200 for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a foot on a cut. Bro, I appreciate okay. you coming and doing this interview. No, I feel for like sure. there's a lot of people who probably want to know about you, and this is going to. Yeah, no, for sure. That's why I, I say I had to. I, I got to come do it with Adam, if anything. Hey. If anything, I got to come do it with Adam, man, because he on some shit. <laughs> That's facts. Nah, no cap. He said it. Slap business. Oh, what's that shirt of you? Um, medium. I gotta get you some drip. We got some nah, new shit. Got to. You know what I'm saying? Drip me, drip me down, son. Fire. Taurus, I appreciate you coming in, man. Nah, no cap, son. I appreciate you for having me. No jumper. Slatty. Coolest podcast of the world. Ah. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe. Slat. And go One follow of deluxe. my man. Go follow. One of the looks out now, man. <sighs> Two hundred for lunch. Yeah. Slat. <laughs>